It's December, and you know what that means. It's time to look back on our year and decide who's on Las Vegas's naughty and nice list. Producer Layla Muhammad and I get into it today on CityCast Las Vegas, and you might be surprised by a few of our picks. It's Monday, December 12th, 2022. I'm David Figler, and this is CityCast Las Vegas. Joining me today on CityCast Las Vegas is our producer, Layla Mohammed. Hi, Layla. Hey, David. Good morning. Good morning. So are you ready to, like, out the naughties and celebrate the nicies? Yes, I'm ready. I think after a long year, I'm ready to say who grinded my gears and who deserves a shout out. Oh, I like it. Already starting spicy. Who grinded the gears? All right. So what are what are the parameters here? What are our metrics for the Las Vegas naughty and nice list? So my parameters were anyone who I saw come across the news or made headlines that were related to Vegas, either in a bad way that made the naughty list or in a good way and impacted the city well or impacted the city in a positive way. And they made my nice list. What about you, David? Oh, I've got grievances. Uh, you know, uh, it, it might be Santa who we're trying to inform here, but it, it might also be the uh, the pole carrier of Festivus with the yes. list of grievances. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I've got a number of people I'm ready to just kind of, you know, send Old Testament level retribution towards maybe oh, not yeah. that bad. Maybe just a gentle, you've been naughty. And then, you know, maybe a little hand slappy somewhere in between there, somewhere in between you know, uh, fire from the sky and come on, somewhere in there. That's my spectrum. So, Layla, who gets the first lump of coal on the naughty list? Okay, so the person who gets my first lump of coal recently made headlines for being accused of stealing luggage at what? Harry Reid International Airport, yes. So this past Thursday, Sam Brenton, who is the Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Office of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the Biden administration, he was accused of stealing luggage at the airport, which really grinded my gears. I'm a frequent traveler, especially during the holidays. People are traveling to see their family. I'm imagining that it's really annoying to get your luggage stolen. And he was also accused of stealing luggage at a Minneapolis airport. So so he's just traveling the country, taking... I mean, this is all allegations, right? You know, the lawyer and me, innocent until proven otherwise. Mm -hmm. uh, but we all know in America, we don't care about that. We don't care about the Constitution. <laughs> We're about to suspend it. Uh, so, yeah. So this guy, this Biden uh, official who has a fancy-ass long title and is probably responsible for some important stuff, stealing luggage. What? Mm -hmm. What the hell? And that's so rando, too, because you don't know what you're getting. Exactly. And luggage carousels are all about trust. Yes. I've had luggage issues at the airport, and they just say, like, oh, that just people just don't steal your luggage. It's okay. Like, if it comes through the carousel and you have to leave the airport, then it's fine. Like, no, apparently not. Apparently there's energy officials out here stealing luggage. Yeah, I mean, anyone could take a suitcase. They don't really check like they did in ye olden days. I mean, everything's on the front end getting onto the plane. Get, once you're off the plane, they don't give a crap. But 
Like, I mean, are you? You're, I guess you're looking for the nicey luggage, but what if it's just filled with underwear? Exactly. Yeah. So, what about you, David? I don't know. There's a bunch of naughties. Uh, I'm gonna shoot my first naughty to former director of the Nevada Department of Corrections, Charles Daniels, who is no longer. So he got his lump. Okay, so here's the deal with this. The prison has been really rough since he took over. Governor Sislak appointed him, uh, and he immediately made a bunch of decisions that I thought were not only thoughtless, but cruel and inhumane, Mm -hmm. and just stuck with it and kept doubling down. The COVID crisis handled horribly unnecessary death within the uh, the prison system, charging mm-hmm. prisoners for things that they shouldn't have been charged for, taking their money from their loved ones uh, and devoting it to other other things within the prison. Just misadministration, just down to the minutia of just always calling them offenders as opposed to recognizing their humanity. That made big headlines this year. Yeah. But the thing that actually pushed over the top was, you know, someone had escaped and there's this, you know, mm-hmm. allegation that he didn't inform the right people at the right time. So the public didn't know, et cetera. And then ultimately there was enough pressure for him to go. And then he immediately turns around and said, this is all set up. Uh, I want a million dollars from the state of Nevada. It's like he should be paying us a million dollars. Anyway, naughty, 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 Charles Daniels. Naughty, and, naughty. Definitely. You know, he came here lo- not long ago and I can't wait for him to leave. <laughs> yes. Outgoing with our governor. Yeah. So, Layla, who's next on your list? The next person on, well, the next group of people on my list, I'll take it a little bit more lighthearted, are tourists on dating apps in Las Vegas. What? Yeah. I was on dating apps a little more than usual this year. Oh, do tell. Do tell. The, the tourists really make it hard for people in Las Vegas on dating apps. You just can never tell sometimes who's a tourist, who's really here. Sometimes the tourists lie. Uh And so all the tourists, if you're a tourist and you have your dating app on while you're in Las Vegas for a weekend or however long, lump of coal, naughty, no gifts from Santa. Oh boy. They're metaphorically peeing in the dating pool. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. I agree. They're contributing to the disgusting levels of like E. coli and all of that crap in the Las Vegas strip pools. There you go. Oh, oh, the metaphor. Perfect circle. (laughs) All right. My next naughty. So I I was I was sort of torn. On the one hand, I think you got to give a little naughty to Adele with the cancellation of the residency. A lot of people put a lot of money and effort and time and energy only to be disappointed that she just felt like she couldn't do it or whatever. I'm not really sure what that story is. But then she comes around and performs and everyone loves her. So maybe they've forgiven her. And that is a, you know, a very holiday time thing to do is to forgive. So she was on the naughty, at least for a little bit. You know, we talked on the podcast about the the Tony Shea estate and some of the, you know, complexities and nuance there. But I think there's no complexity or nuance to put every, I'm just going to call it grifter, who has tried to take advantage of this dead man's estate, whether it's through this various litigation that we're looking at, et cetera, or listen to this, Layla. I mean, I'm sure you saw it in the news. People who pretended that they owned one of his buildings and actually sold it to, to some poor sucker after they had forged uh, a bunch of documents claiming to have ownership. And, you know, because uh. I guess the estate is just in such disarray, they didn't catch it until it was too late. But by the same token, it's like grifters... Come on. 
It's so it's like the the stream of people coming in to exploit Tony Shea is just never ending. Never ending. Everyone's got a post-it note that was in their mind a binding contract that they are entitled to six million dollars. Like I cleaned up all of his poppers off the streets. I I deserve to be compensated now. I mean, you know, there's there's I think little nuance there that a lot of people took advantage of of this gentleman um, when he was probably at his lowest and they really all, instead of millions in lawsuits, should get millions of lumps of coal. Mm, yes. You got one more, one more coal before we move on to the pleasant side of, of the equation? Yeah, I'll, so I'll give two really quick ones. My first one is the UNLV College of Liberal Arts. Um, oh. Mainly they're maybe their leadership. They're my former employers, to be completely transparent. Okay. No, you're coming from a place of, of actual knowledge, not outside. I like that. Like yes. That. They, the way that they handled the Black Mountain Institute um, executive director situation last year in 2021 with um, him exposing himself on Zoom and then the leadership kind of just broke down from the top down. Everyone at Black Mountain Institute ended up leaving. The believer ended up getting thrown to the wayside. So that was pretty naughty, I would say. The believer was a great publication um, and contributed a lot to the culture of Las Vegas. So they're on my naughty list. Love UNLV, but College of Liberal Arts, come on. And then really quick, another naughty from me are going to be the dog abusing couple from Pahrump. There were nearly 300 dogs seized that were in deplorable conditions. And the ASPCA had to charter a plane to fly out 100 of the dogs. And some of them were like over 100 pounds. It was crazy. Um, So they're definitely on the naughty list. Okay, and I'm going to throw in my last one, which is almost a perpetual naughty these days, are the folks over at Siegel Suites. Mm -hmm. We were in an eviction crisis. We had a pandemic. Everyone was in a very tenuous spot. uh, And, you know, information came out about some practices of getting people evicted when maybe they didn't deserve eviction or just eviction craziness at any rate during that time frame, uh, shows a real lack of compassion. And that actually amounted to a congressional investigation and finding of, you know, very, very naughty practices. They make a lot of money. They're involved in a lot of things. You know, people want to listen to our episode on Pink Box Donuts, which is another single endeavor. But really, mm-hmm. it, it focuses not just, you know, and it's really a lot of them. Um, there, there's another budget suites in town, also not great actors from where I stand as far as, you know, providing good livable spaces for people, even though they represent themselves as doing that. And that's the Bigelow Company. So, yeah, you know, Siegel, Bigelow, all the the, the major providers of that level of housing. I, I get that you view yourselves as being saviors of providing some housing into the community, but that doesn't relieve you of obligations to do it right and to be exactly. good folks. Yeah. Coles, mm-hmm. Coles. Coles, all the coal. Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. 
over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas's most talked about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, EDO, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist Steve Kessler from Aroma. Tickets are $150 and are all-inclusive of food and drink, so you don't have to pay for anything once you're inside. No hidden up charges. I went last year, and it was so crowded in the best possible way. We got one remarkable dish after another, and while it was a little indulgent, here's the best part. The net proceeds go to local charities. So head on over to VegasUnstripped.com to get your tickets now. We'll see you there. All right. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, it was fun kind of venting on that stuff. But let's mm-hmm. let's move on to the nice list. Nice nice is nicer to let's finish with the nices. So uh who who do we want to talk about on the nice list? Who's your first who's your first candidate there, Layla? So the first one I'll call out is related to someone who's on my naughty list. So Paradise Media, who is a sex toy company that bought the Believer magazine from UNLV. Um, They bought it initially to, I think, keep it alive, create revenue. They tried to put some clickbaity content on there that went over horribly with the audience. Um, And then after some back and forth, they actually sold the Believer back to its original owner at McSweeney's um, for a loss. So they didn't profit from that. I I think that was a good um, show of faith and a good move to support a publication that meant a lot to Las Vegas, even though it's not in Las Vegas anymore. I think they took care of it and was really nice about that. So related to the UNLV College of Liberal Arts, I'm shouting out Paradise Media first on my nice list. Oh, you had me at Sex Toy Company. But... (laughs) You know, well, good for them. And and The Believer, while it might be a very small literary journal, people are celebrating its triumphant return to its prime mission uh, yes. to, to put some really interesting and intriguing articles out into the public eye. So shout out to all the folks over there. Mm-hmm. They just, yeah, they just started back up at McSweeney's. Yeah. So fantastic. Fantastic. Well, my first nice uh, is also going to be a flip side. I- I'm going to I'm going to say nice, nice, nice. Give all the good candy canes to Clark County Social Services. Uh, yes. They they have been taxed uh, this year especially, and they really came through in flying colors. And you know, in no small part to uh, their director Tim Birch, good guy. They housed 2,022 folks and and got to celebrate that. Actually, probably did more than that, providing social services, navigating folks in in these you know, tough times. Social services really hit it out of the ballpark this year from my perspective in in helping folks in our community. And I don't think that they get enough kudos for for the good work that they do day in and day out to try to help those folks in our community who need that safety net. So Clark County Social Services, you get it. You get it. Major kudos. All right. Who who you got next, Layla? Well, for my next pick, I had to bring it back around to BTS, the K-pop sensation. We talked about them in April for one of our early episodes when they were here for their huge four-day concert festival event, um, Permission to Dance Las Vegas, that quite literally turned the city purple and turned out to be their last overseas concert while they fulfilled their mandatory military service in South Korea. Sources are saying the economic impact from that 
concert and the events that they were doing around the city was around $162 million. And the attendance at Allegiant Stadium was 200,000 people with 400,000 people watching online. For sure, they helped Allegiant Stadium be one of the highest grossing stadiums. Well, number one, as we said on the on the pod, we talked about Mm -hmm. that. They're number one. Exactly. So BTS, my personal favorites, who came through Las Vegas this year, um, I attended their concert. I went to some of the events around the city. It was so fun. It was so great. And so they're getting my... They're definitely on my nice list. I know, I know. I was in the CityCast Las Vegas episode where you schooled me on all K-pop music that, you know, the Korean pop music that is just, you know, unstoppable. I actually listened to some of it. I actually enjoyed some of it. And while I'm not going to go all the way over into being part of this, enlisted in this army, I certainly got a newfound appreciation for it. So I I'm going to give you an extra candy cane for turning me on to something that I wouldn't otherwise have known about. So, okay, BTS all the way. BTS all the way. Great. Amazing. So who's next on your nice list, David? Well, I, you know what? There's there's a lot of people who are doing good work in the community. Tip of the hat to the folks over at the, the Lou Ruvo. They're doing a bunch of research over there and helping the community. Hats off to Legal Aid of Southern Nevada uh, and all the attorneys who, you know, just because it's part of our calling, do pro bono or free Mm -hmm. legal work for people who don't otherwise have access to justice in the thousands and thousands of hours. But, you know, just to have a little bit more fun, you picked kind of a a, a celebrity or or, or pop culture. I'm going to go with one, too. I'm going to give it up to Jimmy Kimmel. I'm going to give it up to Jimmy Kimmel, Las Vegas native uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, He is always a great ambassador for our community. He recently got the key to the strip, which I think was deserved because, you know, he does a lot of philanthropic stuff here. He definitely still has his eye on his old alma mater, Clark High School. He was involved in our political race as well. And whatever side of the equation on, I mean, he still cares about his community. Whenever he gets interviewed, I, I think I saw a Bill Maher interview with Jimmy Kimmel, just really celebrating his Vegas roots. And he, his band leader, Cleto Escobedo, who I was a Cub Scout with. These, th- So whenever I see the Jimmy Kimmel show, even if they don't mention Vegas, I feel it's part of Vegas. And so, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, ambassador for Las Vegas, keeping it real. You're on my nice list this year. Great, great pick. Really quick, two more from me. So I have to give a shout out to all the women in sports in Las Vegas. They had a great year. Sandra Douglas Morgan being the first black female president of a NFL team. The Las Vegas Aces for bringing Las Vegas our first major league championship title. That was huge. Woo! Yes, and Becky Hammond for leading them there. So huge, huge year for women in sports in Las Vegas. And I could not be more proud to say I'm from Las Vegas and being a fan of them. And this isn't to mention like the whole Aces team, um, all the stuff that they're doing for the community. So major, major shout out to them. I love seeing all of their work and all the banners around town. They have the banners up in Henderson. So I love seeing that. And then my second pick is the Aboto Collective that is a nonprofit committed to the long-term work of transforming our communities into a vibrant, healthy, and supportive place to live for generations to come. They're doing great work in their community. You bet. Um, they just opened a urban farm right. on the west side. Right. And if anyone knows the weather in Vegas, they're definitely going to need some help. Um, maintaining a farm. So let's show them all the love and support going forward. Um, And they're doing great work for the community. That's the Abodo Collective. Great. 
All right, for my last pick for nice, I'm going to go total cheese ball here. I'm going to go the thickest, densest, richest eggnoggy pick of them all for the holiday season. The the latke with creme fraiche and caviar and dill on top. Ooh. I think the nice list is the team at CityCast Las Vegas. This, Aww. you know, an assemblage of amazing talent, myself excluded from that group, but between Vogue Robinson, Sonia Swanson, Layla Muhammad, and Scott Dickensheath, what a dream team to work with. And I think you guys are so good as a team. I, I love being a part of this team, and I love getting that feedback from the community. And, and whenever I get to talk about CityCast Las Vegas, it brings a smile to my face that hasn't been around for a long time. So, you know, y'all on my nice list. Uh, Same. But careful, you could fall off just as quickly. So, you know, 2023, be careful. All right, I'm treading a tight line. But thank you, David. And you are on the nice list along with the rest of us. We had a fun year at CityCast Las Vegas this year. um, And we're looking forward to bringing you more content next year and having even more fun. Absolutely. Well, what a great time we've had today on CityCast Las Vegas going through the the noughties, but also the nice. Because no matter how much we may talk about, even criticize Las Vegas, it's always a lot of hope and optimism that will just keep on growing and getting better. So thanks, Layla, for joining us today on CityCast Las Vegas. Thanks, David. It was fun. And now a few things you should know before you go. So, with an eye towards the next legislature coming up in February, the school district is rethinking its sex education policies. Right now, Nevada is just one of five states that requires parents to opt their students into sex ed, but CCSD is thinking about pushing to change the law so that parents would have to opt out. I'm sure that won't be controversial at all. And, hey, while you're in the giving spirit this season... Think about donating blood. Fewer people do that during the holidays, so if you can, consider giving some of the red stuff, even if being poked with needles makes you a little green. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. How'd we do? Did we miss anyone from the nice or the naughty list? Well, give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 702-514-0719. Last week, listener Mark Abelman texted us after our conversation with city nerd Ray Delahanty. Mark told us about a harrowing bike experience he had with an angry truck driver recently. Mark writes, I understand Ray's comments about how drivers will see more pedestrians and bikes if it is normalized. He continues... I have more thoughts on this after returning from Paris and seeing the ease in which cars and pedestrians and bikes work together. Thanks, Mark. You stay safe out there, man. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, go tell a friend. That's all I want for Hanukkah. Actually, tell eight friends. That would totally make Hanukkah. That and an amazing review of the podcast. Oh, also, go subscribe to our amazing morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk soon.